All right, up next, the other thing Craig and I found out is there's huge, huge breast awareness going around everywhere. Breast cancer awareness, not breast awareness. He's not even listening. I'm looking, <laughs> not. I'm looking up oh, that, that armadillo spread leprosy. I was given that a, so for the next segment. I'll let you know if that's true or not. But he's more interested in that than boobs. Boobs. <laughs> See. <clears throat> All right. Up next, what I tried to just say. Hey, good morning. It is straight up 8 o'clock on Sports Radio 131097, The Ticket. For the last 25 years, you got the T Box. I'm Rick Arnett. That's Craig Rosengarten. And we're at the greatness of Thorn Tree Golf Club. Now, some people might remember this as Thorn Tree Country Club. It is fully public now, and it is worth your time. In fact, a little T Box special today. How about that? If you're free to play after 11 o'clock today and tomorrow, 11 o'clock after 11. It's only 25 bucks. That's over half off. Yeah. And you know what? It's not over half off. It's half off. Well, it's $49 normally. I'm embellishing it. Yeah, let's be honest. Let's not deceive. So here's Still the deal. a really, really good deal. Really good deal. Yeah, for today and tomorrow, anytime after 11. And it's only 25 bucks plus tax. And here's the greatness of it. Um, I played this about two and a half months ago, and it's my new favorite. Everything that's an old-style layout, I'm in love with, and this is old-style. Every green is right next to the next tee box. Nothing is really tricked up. It's just good, honest, fun golf, and it is well worth your while. And what we're trying to do is get the word out that this place is now public. It's been public since last July, but, you know, old habits die hard. So if you have the time today or tomorrow, call 972-296-7317, 972-296-7317. You can ask for the T-Box special and they'll get it to you for 25 bucks after 11 o'clock today. That is awesome. Or Google it. Uh, use this Google number. it. Yeah, don't Google it. 972-296-7317. We have to call and use the T-Box special. You have to just say T-Box. You can so say you can that call. too. Just scream. Yep. Scream T-Box. All right, so we'll be out here for the next two hours. A lot of stuff to talk about in the world of golf. We have a crazy ruling. We have a withdraw. You know, it's typical stuff. When Tiger plays, you never know what's going to happen with him. And he had an abbreviated um, tournament as of Friday morning. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We have Kern out of here, Engineering. Good morning to you, buddy. Good morning. How's your vacation? My vacation was fantastic. Nice. Until until I called him and I said, you need to get... <laughs> to my office and fix my damn computer. That's ah, fine. So he was telling me this morning that you kept that Mac for a long time. Seven years. And the only downside with having it, that's that's noteworthy. The only downside is, is every time you update it, you're killing it because it can't handle the firepower of Mojave or whatever anymore. Right. So you had that thing clogged. It's slow. It, it still worked. So oh, that, was one of the, work, but. that was one of the, the, the conundrums of whether I would place it or not. 
because it still works. It was just slow as molasses. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really was. But it worked. And it's hard to just justifying, especially if you're a Mac person, because mm-hmm. they're not cheap. Mm-hmm. But you keep them for a long time. Yeah. Seven years. Yep. That's a good. That's a good. You should donate it. Or uh, I'm going to donate it to an employee. Oh, okay. Well, that works. To Is it going to give him a slow computer? Well, I think if you <laughs> if you erase everything off of it and just clean it up. Hey, Kern, so if you erase everything off it, he's going to have to go to an older OS, he would right? have to he would have to reinstall an older an older OS yeah. for it to run better. Yeah, like uh, what was the first one? <laughs> <laughs> lion, mountain lion. Yeah. Mountain lion was good. Leopard was good. Snow leopard was the best. I wouldn't go that far back. I wouldn't either. But that was the best one ever. That was fast. Then you know, rip on that. All right, back at the station, we have Jay King for his second straight week. Good morning. It's turning into a trend. We'll hope it stays that way. Not bad. Not bad. Good to have you on. And Samuel Hale will be doing tickers twice an hour. Samuel Hale, which never takes a day off, never makes a mistake. Have you ever had an e-break, Sam? Yeah, I've got one. Do you really? Yeah, I, I, I have the distinction of winning an e-break without actually saying a word. It was very impressive. Wow. Do, do tell. Yeah, so during the time when uh, I was on banishment from uh, after Judge June's ruled on me, uh, I had I was supposed to fire off some audio, but I just was in here working on something uh, for tickers, and I just didn't hear Mike Soroy ask for it, and it was a very awkward about minute and a half where nothing was happening, and it was a uh, it was a tough deal. A minute and a half—that's just about an eternity in radio. Yeah, wow. it felt like forever, like because it wasn't as bad sitting in the moment, but then when I went back and listened to it all, it was just agony. Reliving it, it was a nightmare. Oh God, it was just terrible. 15, sec- 15 seconds is a long time. Yep. So, well, we promise that won't happen today. I hope not. not but, you know. Not in the ticker room anyway. No. Days no, no, no. So, we got a lot of stuff to get to. We have, uh, we also have Coyote Ridge and Oakmont Country Club up on Ideal Golfer. So, you should check those out because they are worthy as well. There's so much good golf in this Metroplex. Yeah. We played uh, Dent Country Club yesterday. That was fun. That was a nice course. That's as as the we like to say to them, it's there. It's the hidden gem of the Metroplex, yeah, for Country Club. But uh, again, another old school layout. Yeah, if I was a, I'm not a big design guy, not a big architect. Don't care who designs a course as mm-hmm. long as I like it. But if it's old school, I'm all in. Yeah, every single time. Hey, um, I got a medical conundrum. You want to bring it up next? Is it? Yeah, need a. We're gonna need yes. a, a doctor and a lawyer. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. We'll talk about Craig's uh, medical conundrum. Good word, Craig. Thanks. Uh, all that next on the ticket. T-Box overlooking the range out here at Thorn Tree Golf Club. It's currently empty because everybody's out on the golf course. What about that? They have a tournament going on today. We'll probably play afterwards because Craig hasn't played it in a while, and, and I love this golf course. By the way, if you want to play it for merely 25 bucks after 11 o'clock today and tomorrow, call 972 972- Two nine six seven three one seven two nine six seven three one seven. Just say T box and you'll get a twenty five dollar rate. That's half off. It's pretty good and it'll be it'll be light. Every golf course I talk to after about eleven to noon, people do not like playing in heat. So if you can weather it, but you do like playing for twenty five bucks. Yeah, I'm saying if you can yeah. weather it, you you the pace of play will be great. And uh, I'm once in, you start sweating, who cares? I you know what. I like playing golf in the in the extreme heat because now it's a workout. A little bit. You don't feel like you're giving up your workout for the day. You're doing it on the golf course. Mm-hmm. 
But it doesn't feel like you're working out. That's, no. That's the best part. That's like any exercise I like. I'm yeah. getting everything I need, but it doesn't feel like drudgery. All right, 830, we'll get into some leaderboards. And one ruling that involved one of the bigger names in that, uh, in that field. Very perplexing. And then at 8.50, saw this the other day, that uh, one of the prominent, I should say, up-and-coming high-end golf club manufacturers, they have a multitude of pros endorsing their product, playing their product. Troubling stat. And I wonder Uh-oh. if it matters because the amateurs are buying it up like crazy. But the pros, they're sticking with them, but I'm not sure why. We'll talk about that at 8.50. And then at 9.10, care to tease it? I did something that you're going to look at me and shake your head. Say, How many times do you have to do this before Uh-oh. you make a change? Interesting. And maybe at 9.30. Maybe nobody else will care that much, but you're going to you're gonna lose your <laughs> cool nice. on me. All right, we'll give that a shot at nine ten. But first, this, we'll call this the medical uh, segment. Brought to you by Club Corp. Get their um, one membership at their private clubs here in the Metroplex. You join one, play the others, and you get half off food and and everything else, which is a sweet deal. It's clubcorp.com. So let's start off with your medical, as you said, conundrum. Okay, so yesterday I was um, at. Uh, Hello. Under the weather. You were? A little bit. You could tell a little bit yesterday when we were playing golf, right? It just looked like you had a long night. I wasn't, which I didn't. So that probably tells you that I wasn't all there. And I don't know what was wrong with me. And I can't stand the fact that you might I might have anything when it's 100 degrees out, right? I mean, it's like you, don't, you get something when it's 28 degrees out, not when it's 100 degrees. Hmm. Question. I don't know. I don't know if I get sick. Or, I, I never get sick, but. And so, I mean, it wasn't, I was just a bit off. That was all just a bit off. And so last night we had dinner with, with some friends. And immediately after I eat something, my nose gets stuffed up. So you're allergic to some food. I just, no, I think there was just a little, something was I off. I smell fish. <laughs> <laughs> and so it ha- happens to be we're having dinner with a doctor. Mm-hmm. And I, he said, why don't you get some Efrin? Afrin? Afrin. Uh-huh. Yeah, the and nose I, spray. And I said, what's that? I don't even know what that is. And he goes, it's oh, work right away. It'll work right away, but there's a caveat to that. So I said, "So I said, okay. And he goes, well, actually, I got some in my car. Hey, now. And Love doctors. So I do it, and I spray on one of them, spray on another. In about five minutes, I feel like I've never, mm-hmm. my nose is, and I'm thinking, can you write me a prescription for this? It's over the counter. And he says, no, it's over the counter. You just can't use it every day. You'll get addicted. Yes, you will. And I I'll say so, that from personal experience. So my, I looked at my wife, and she goes, I got addicted as a kid. Mm-hmm. And that's why you've, we, I've never had it in the house. Mm-hmm. Because it can get dangerous when I just don't ever have it in the house. I'm like, good Lord. And it's over Do the counter. Do you know counter. how many things there are that you need a prescription for that nobody would ever take? For any reason, and that stuff's over the counter. Yep. I'll tell you, per- tell you from personal experience. So, so I really only have like food allergies. I'm kind of I don't drink much dairy anymore. Mm-hmm. If I know I'm going to have a pizza, I'll take an over the counter like Actifed or something like that beforehand because mm-hmm. you know cheese and all that stuff. So back before we discovered these over the counter uh, allergy pills over Wal- uh, Walgreens. So Afrin was the thing to take. 
and it would clear you up almost instantaneously. It was, it was awesome. Then you start realizing that you're addicted because your nose starts running for no apparent reason. That's how it's you're like addicted. Asking, it's like, please give yes, me more? Yes, yes. So it's the chicken and the egg. You know, you, gotta, you, gotta, you need to remedy the situation, but when the remedy is worse than the actual infliction, it's not good. But you're, it's a great question. If it's that addictive, and it is, why do they sell it over the counter? Yeah. I mean, I for my blood I pressure, I take basically a potassium pill. Mm-hmm. Who's going to OD on potassium? Or I can get salt. a prescription for, my no doctor put salt. me a prescription Sodium. for vitamin D. Uh-huh. Seriously? I need a prescription for vitamin D, but I can go buy Afro. Af- well, you can buy I, vitamin D, too. So why do they give you a prescription? Different uh, dosage? Different concentrations? The... Uh, I think the insurance will pay for it if you have a prescription. Really? Is <laughs> you really going that route? <laughs> well, my doctor told me. It's like, I'm not, in. Vitamin D is not that expensive. It, it, I don't know. And by the way, you don't have to take that much in the summer because if you get a lot of sun, you right. eat it. You need it in the winter. Anyway, I just found that remarkable, right? I mean, come on. We're so careful about every damn thing with a prescription. You got to have this, you got to have that, and this stuff's addictive. Mm-hmm. I mean, my wife immediately said to me, "Yeah, we've ne- I've never given it to you because I got addicted as a kid." Mm-hmm. See, now I don't know if so. My wife, every once in a while, she'll take Flonase. It's another allergy spray. I don't know if that's is Afrin an allergy spray or is just a uh, uh, congestion make you because even it's congestion. I, I even this doctor that we had dinner with, his name's Nelson. He, he looks at me and goes, well, you're great for 12 hours, but in 12 hours it's going to suck. Uh-huh. I was like, seriously? Yeah. I go on the air in exactly 12 hours. So did you take another one? No, he didn't <laughs> leave it for me. He wasn't giving me his stuff. <laughs> really? It's like he liquid, sprayed it in your nose and he kept it's it? It's like liquid gold, man. He sprayed it in your nose and he kept it? He it did. It should have been yours. Was he going to wipe it off? I don't know. No, he immediately what kind of doctor is he? <laughs> Jeez. He was wanting to fix my nose. I know, but serious. Once you stick that up your nose, you're not going to give that to somebody else. Come on, Doc. What are you doing? Sounds like a peddler. I am. <laughs> to tell you. Anyway, so when give I go to. what I need, baby. When I go get my allergy pills, you have to give them a lic- uh, your driver's license. Yes. I've, because. If, if you, you want the real Sudafed. If you buy enough of it, you can make meth out of it. Allegedly. So can you make meth out of Afrin? Hey, do you guys want an El Chapo update? Yeah. Balls. So, um, so, so that's... Was, the, was that a joke? No, that was a drop, it. I think. Anyway, no. so... Um, no. So, yeah, you can't... You have to buy it, like, uh, like with... Not within two weeks. Because they'll check your license. See when the last time you got it. And... Um, I'm going to bet. So here, how about this? So we moved here in 93 from California, San Francisco. I never had an allergy in my life. I've heard of more people moving out here, and it's the first time they've ever had an allergy. So we come out of here, and all of a sudden our nose starts running, and we don't know what the hell we're doing, and we didn't re- we realize the Afrin wasn't the answer. So we tried this knockoff, you know, ball. It's called water. All right. I'm just telling you right now, I'm thinking Afrin is the answer. I've used it once in my life. No, it's not. Well, it's not a, con- <laughs> it's not a continual answer, though. I'm telling you. Holy Lord. Not a continual answer. You're being stubborn. <laughs> so anyway, any, every time I get up, when I get up in the morning, I always take one of those. I take one just because if I don't, I'll get stoved up when I go to the yeah. gym and everything, right? So I asked the pharmacist one time. I said, I know you have to 
keep guard of this stuff, and it's behind. It's it, you have to buy it at the pharmacy, right? You know, it's in the back. I said, how much do you need to really make this an illegal drug? He goes, you need a ton. Yeah. So, so what are they worried about? Because well, people used to buy a ton. They they'd clean us out, and so I figured this out. So so Jody and I probably take between us two or three a day. She takes really? more than I do. And we don't think anything of it. My daughter-in-law took one one time because she had an allergy. Knocked her out. Knocked you, her can't you get a shot? You can, but mine isn't that. It's not that big. Anyway, so since 93, since we were I figured out between us, we've taken just about 18,000 of these. Yeah. 18, we're only going to snip it. Allergy pills. I might grind it up. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, but be careful with the Afrin, man. That's. Uh, I'm glad they told you that because it, it is a very quick remedy, but uh, your nose will know. And it I got high. Addictive. Man, he's having fun today. Isn't he, he is having fun. I told him to have fun. Um, How did Thorn Tree? Anyway, just be a word of the wise. So last thing. So speaking of uh, medical, Tiger is in a pro-am on Wednesday. He hits one full shot. He doesn't hit a full shot after he, uh, after the eighth hole in the pro-am. He's just ch- chipping and putting because he says his back's a little stiff. He comes to find out. He, try, he gets there early on, on. He plays Thursday, stinks it up, shoots a 75. And then, oh, by the way, when he played on Tuesday, he played a practice round with Kepka and Johnson. Now, you know how that goes. This guy's are two of the biggest bombers on tour. Tiger can be, but he's also 43 and he's breaking down. I'm saying he can't stay with them. Gets close. Gets close within 10. I, I'm, I'm saying he can't do it on a consistent basis. No, no, no. But you can't help it, right? Yeah. You get caught up and your ego goes. <clears throat> so he plays Thursday, stinks it up. Friday gets there three hours early, goes to his uh, therapist and everything, finds out he can't swing. He's got a, a, a pulled oblique. Oblique is on the side of your mm-hmm. body. At did he try after? No, he did not try after. <laughs> I'm telling you, it doesn't fix anything, I no, think. I don't think so. <laughs> so he WDs for the first time since um, – since before his back surgery. Mm-hmm. And now he's thinking, you know, I'm, I want to try and play next week at the BMW. It's the last FedEx before the Tour Championship. I'm saying, if I'm him, I'm shutting it down. He hadn't played in a month. Yeah. Wouldn't you? I don't know how he Where's really, the upside? I don't know how he really feels. If it's really just a pulled oblique muscle. Oh, pulled oblique, it, it takes but, a lot. To, but I'm saying, if it's not... A degenerative thing, if it's not a structural thing, if it's not from the injury or the back surgery. So if he's still sore, would you play? So hey, you man, know, what's, there's, he got, there's what's he got to lose? Hey, Sam's lacrosse coach used to say it all the time. There's a complete difference between sore and pain. I know. And if it's sore, I'm playing. If it's pain, I'm not. Hmm. I think it's. I think it's the difference between pain and injury. That's the cliche. You can, be, uh, you can have pain, you have discomfort, but if you really... Well, I'm telling you what the lacrosse coach said. There's a difference between being sore and what being in pain. Being sore, well, sore get out pain. there, rub some dirt on it, and go. Being in pain... No, it's injury. Fix it. That's okay. It's uh, Yeah, if it's going to hurt you more, people can play through soreness. They can't play through an injury. They're just going to make it worse. Yeah. You can't make sore worse. Yeah. You just take some Actifed or Afrin. Afrin. Yeah, rub, I'm it, in, all, baby. rub it all over we you. We should do live spots for Afrin. 
No, but don't be addicted to it. <laughs> Just take it once. How can it be? Okay, so did he say, did he tell you how often you can take Afrin? He said don't take it for, if you take, you can't take it straight for seven days. You'll get addicted. So you need to take, oh, so even once a day will get you addicted. I don't know. That was liquid gold, though, man. It is good. Jeez. All the good stuff is. Wow. It just isn't that good for you. I feel like 100 bucks today. Well, I'm taking performance-enhancing drugs. <laughs> I am. I could easily play four rounds of golf. Well, we'll see how your round goes today. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it on Afrin. Be a new spokesman. All right. Let's get to uh, the leaderboard because it's the second, second to last. Yeah. They have one more after this, the FedEx Cup. And they're also doing some nut cutting out on the uh, Corn Ferry. So we'll do that next on the ticket. Yeah, we're watching the uh, LPGA out at Thorn Tree on the TV. And I'm interested to see how many of the women golfers are sponsored by Volvic. You don't see too many. I don't know. That was such anybody. an uncomfortable word. I didn't know what you were about to say. Is anybody? <laughs> I was careful. <laughs> Is anybody on the PGA Tour after Bubba? <laughs> yeah. Except for the long drive guys. It's long only... drive guys because they pay for that sponsorship, I well, think. Sure, they make a bo- they, you can make a ball for those guys. This so. is true. Anyway. But we're at uh, Thorntree Golf They were the Tree first ones, course. though, that came out with the unique colors yep. of golf balls, and now I think everybody's following. Even Strixon, when I was getting you know, little little peeling back there, mm-hmm. uncovering the curtain of the uh, whatever. What? <laughs> I don't <laughs> I'm not even going to try and correct you. I don't care. Peeling back the curtain. <laughs> the, like, a little something that, I don't know. Keep going. I was ordering Srixons for their passbook for next year. Mr. Afrin. And they're doing all sorts of colors, too, mm-hmm. for next year. So It took you all that to get to that? <sighs> the one I don't like is the matte red. In the fall, you'll never find it. Among the leaves and everything, yeah, you're dead. You're absolutely dead. All right, 850. <clears throat> Found this stat. There's some guys that missed the uh, even playing in the FedEx Cup. There's seven guys left that have qualified every year mm-hmm. for it. And uh, a very prominent company, up-and-coming, high-end prominent uh, golf manufacturer. If you look at the performance of the pros that use their clubs, you'd be uh, scratching your head. Because they ain't cheap. But first, we have a leaderboard. Jay, what do we got for sponsors back there, buddy? Texas Cans, Cars for Kids. Yes, we do. And we also have the greatness of Classic BMW, Spring Creek Parkway, and the Tollway. If you pick up this month's issue of Avid Golfer Magazine with the uh, PGA, the new course, getting ready to be uh, started. It's a really mm-hmm. good article. You'll see a drive-time review of the M340i. That was a tough car to give back. Thoroughly enjoyed that, and they have about uh, nine of them, nine or eight on the lot, and they're priced to move, so check it out at Classic BMW. They're like the really fast one, right? They're pretty fast, 382 horsepower. Is that a lot? It's it's more than you need. Okay. How about that? You get a ticket very quickly. Um, Okay, so we have the Northern Trust. Tiger's out already. I'm not even sure. Is that news much anymore? Do you? No. That's what I'm thinking. It's no, it, I, you know, it's funny. Almost anything Tiger you know does anymore, I don't get it. You know what's funny? Everything Tiger did was big news, 
until he won the Masters. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, see, he did it, and it was it was kind of like an afterthought. Same after thing that. for him. Seemed like he lost. Yeah. He's like, you know, if, if he just geared up every year for the Masters, it's probably the tournament that he has the best chance to win. Smallest field, it's, it's the worst field. I'm saying if they play at St. Andrews, the Maybe. British Open at St. Andrews. If he stays healthy. Good. Yeah. You know, one other thing he did, um, he has his own jet, obviously. He can go there whenever he wants. He got to, when for the British Open, he got there at the last minute. As soon as he got off the plane, he went to the practice tee. It's like, well, don't you want to warm up? Because they said they, he barely took any practice swing, excuse me, and he just uh, started Saving playing. Saving his back, I guess. Saving it? Saving it? Bef- preserving without... it. Preserving it. Well, by, Why would you preserve it by going out and playing a round of golf without warming up? He probably stretched on the plane. I don't know, man. It just, I, if I'm him, I shut it down for the rest of the year. He doesn't need it. But I think more, the bigger story to me and to my friends in Dallas, the listeners, mm. is that Jordan Spieth <laughs> is in second place with the albatross facing him of trying to shoot a good score on a Saturday. Yep. That's his, uh, that's his issue. So he had the exact same score last week after 36 holes. And was in fourth, right? Mm-hmm. No, he was a little bit further back. Not too far back. And he wound up shooting a 77. He couldn't even make the cut on Saturday. It was an MDF. And I don't know what it is. But here's a guy that's played in every pressure situation. And his third and fourth round scoring is ridiculous. I mean, it's, I think it's like 16th of the first round. It's second. He is ranked second on tour for second round scoring. Yeah. And then he gets up in the 190s and the, and the low 200s in third and fourth round. Saying what is it? I'm, I'm saying he's breaking it this he's week. He's not tired. Well, it'd be nice if he did. Here's, here's the thing, and I, I took him on both my DraftKings teams this week because when his back's against the wall, mm-hmm. he usually performs. And he's out. He's out for next week unless he does. He needs to perform to even stay in next week. But he's out certainly for the <clears> Tour <throat> Championship unless he does something special like finish second or better. So the question is, will he play better or worse? Because his his drives were better yesterday, but he's one of the worst on tour hitting fairways, and he's he he's just middle middle ground as far as distance goes, right? Mm-hmm. So when he's playing against a guy like Dustin Johnson, he's going to Walmart him on every drive. Is that going to mess him up again? Or I, do you think I he's think gonna, he's putting look, like he's putting great as usual. There's a plenty of guys who hit the ball longer than me, and I just. You just once you get used to it, you know where you are, but you know you can still win them. Look, Dustin Johnson, he still beat Dustin Johnson in the U.S. Open, mm-hmm. so he still knows he he's got that. Well, he's twenty six off the tee, strength, uh, uh, strokes gained off the tee, so that's not horrible. Thirteenth in uh, approaches to the green, putting, he's ninth. Yeah. So his and his yearly stats for for strokes gained putting is awesome. Is, off the charts good. Yep. Well, that's what's going to keep him. If he can't putt, and for a while there, he was he was having to make five, six-footers for par. Mm-hmm. As Lee Trevino says, you don't stick around the tour very long when you're doing that. So, no, no, no. So it'll be interesting to see how he plays uh, last. It's a good final uh, pairing. Dustin Johnson hasn't won in a while. He uh, hasn't played very well no. in the second half of the season. Mm-mm. He's 12 under, Jordan 11. Remember, answer out of uh, Mako. Troy Merritt, Patrick Reed. By the way, Jordan Spieth, Abe answer, both graduates of the Texas Junior Golf Team. Hey, now. Good for us. Not an endorsement, but they did play. 
did, worth it. Did win our tour championship. Both of them did. There you go. Good, uh, good alumni there. Uh, John Rahm's at ten under. Justin Rose at nine under. Rory McIlroy's at nine under. He was involved in a in a weird ruling the other uh, yesterday. He's on the fourteenth. He's a couple under par. Hits uh, it's par three. Hits the ball in the bunker. And he looks down behind his ball. And there's a new rule. You can remove a loose impediment. So he thought it was like a little pebble, a rock, whatever. And he went to go get it. And as soon as he touched it, it collapsed. So it was just a clump of sand. And immediately he pulls his arms back and he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so that it wasn't, it wasn't a pebble, but I wasn't trying to improve my life. So they bring over a rules official and they go through this dog and pony. And they wind up assessing him two strokes. Then later, because there's so many new rules out, now one of the biggest parts of these new rules is intent. Did he intend to improve his lie? And absolutely not. And they asked him flat out, are you comfortable in saying that you did not improve your lie? I'm going to say this. If, you're, if, you were intent, if your intent was to improve your lie, mm-hmm. you weren't going to say anything to anybody anyway. Probably. Right? But I can't, imagine, I can't imagine somebody being that absent-minded to do that. Because so, it's so ingrained that you can't touch sand in yeah. a bunker. Right? So they waited until the, after the round was over, and they gave him back his two strokes. It was two-stroke penalty. So he's uh, he's only three back. Yep. It's very, very tight leaderboard. Yeah, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. And people are all fighting different kinds of trends. You know, Rory can't seem to close on Sunday unless he's making a top ten. Um, one of those back doors. Uh, Jordan can't play on the weekends this year for whatever reason. Uh, Justin Rose had a good year. McElroy is what we said. Um and then go all the way down to miss the cut, and Jason Day just can't play golf. Something up with him. Something happened, and and Ricky missed the cut too. So does Xander Shoffley. I, both, wow. Those guys are still those guys will They're be back it. next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, Jason's will be fortieth. Yep. Well, Ricky Fowler's fifty second. Yeah, yeah. So you're still in top seventy, you're in. Mm-hmm. So. But a lot of guys miss the cut, and this, I pers- I mean, as much as I love golf, as much as we really enjoy it, I don't know how much buzz there is anymore in these FedEx Cup deals. I don't know if, if, the, if, the, if the air I, comes depends, out of the balloon depend, after the British it, Open. It depends on the leaderboard. I, Maybe. Seriously, I mean, Do I you, care if they win $10 million? No, no but I, I, like, that's what I'm saying, though. If you've got tomorrow, if it's Jordan and Dustin and Rory mm-hmm. – and who else is up there? John uh, Rom, John Rom, and Patrick Reed, who mm-hmm. everybody loves to hate. And those are the last five guys on the course, and they're all throwing darts at the at the pins and having fun. And we're all and for me, Jordan's got to finish third or better to to play next week. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah, okay. I'm in. I get you that. Yeah, but there's it, some drama but, there. But if it's Abe Answer, no offense to Abe, right. And Troy Merritt and Andrew Putnam and uh, Wyndham Clark's kind of grinding and mm-hmm. making a show and all the rest of these guys fell back i'm i'm gonna go play my own round yeah unless the leaderboard crosses over into the average sports fan yeah because they know dustin and they know jordan and they know you know rory then yeah it's gonna suffer you know the the ratings for uh, on cbs took a pounding the last couple of weeks when direct tv uh didn't have an agreement with them Really? Yeah, they they took him. Although they finally got it all worked out because you know the Cowboys are on CBS tomorrow tonight. Yeah. So you figure out how that goes. By the way, Sergio's out. Yes, he is. Um, for uh, unless something dramatic happens, he was 65th. Now he's 72nd, so he's out for next week. He's had a wheels off year. 
Do you think? He really has. And for a guy who won the Masters, has a, has a new child, you think his life is pretty pretty stabilized now? He's off. He was off the rails this year. Yeah. I don't know what's up with him. By the way, Kevin Streelman's out. Well, just missing the cut, he's out. The rest of the guys, I mean, they can still make, you know, like Joaquin Neiman, who actually can play. Yeah, young gay. Um, he he's trending out right now, but he can he can make him he can make a move. Same with Matthew Wolf, he'd be out right now, but mm-hmm. he they made the cut, so they still have a chance to move themselves up. All right, then we have the uh, the Winco Foods Portland Open. That's the Corn Ferry, which I still have to think about three times before I say it. Talking about that tour, uh, Chad Campbell's in twelfth. See anybody else of note? I believe also twelfth would be one Edward Lore. He's going to need some help. He's going to need to shoot low, and because right now he is projected to be eighty eighth, I think. The top seventy five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Top seventy five get into the finals, but what number keeps their card? That's the number I don't know. I well, twenty five gets you a tour card, and then I th- I want to say it's yeah, don't quote me on this. It's at least top fifty, top seventy five get their web dot com back. And I got to hand it to him. I, he's a grinder. He's got triplets, and he's been he's been fighting the good fight. And I'm I'm always rooting for him. Same thing with Conrad Schindler who uh, missed the cut by a lot, unfortunately, and he's going to need some help. He's going to have to go low, or he might have to go back to uh, win.com. By the way, next time you talk to one of those guys, I need you to ask a question for him. Okay. So when they have a suspension for inclement weather, and there's guys who are on the course, Mm -hmm. they got seven holes left, and they're way outside the cut. Do they stick around? They stick around. Nobody withdraws. Right. That must be a huge fine if you don't finish. All right. I'll ask him that. Right? Uh, you think so. Why wouldn't they just trunk slam and say, you know what, I'm not anywhere close. I'm not going back on the golf course. I'm withdrawing. That's a really good question. I'll ask him that. But I was thinking about it yesterday when they had a, they, they had the the delay. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, there are guys who are not making the cut and have five, six, seven holes left. Why Why do you stay? It must be a huge fine. Well, it's not only that. It's a huge fine. It's an expense for these guys that are not making huge bank. Yeah, I need to get home. You know, let me. (laughs) me Seriously. I need to go next week, start practicing. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be on this golf course. Yeah, I don't know. That's a really good question. I'll ask them that. All right. It is uh, 848 on the ticket. T-Box out of Thorn Tree Golf Course today. And if you want to play after 11 o'clock today or tomorrow or and tomorrow, it's a mere $25. It's a ticket tee box special, 972-296-7317, 972-296-7317. Just mention tee box, and you'll get a $25 round. And believe me, this place is mwah. It's the best, Jerry. It's the best. All right, up next, PXG and their pros. Not a good trend. Does it matter if you're looking to buy their clubs? We'll talk about that next. All right, good morning, 855 on the ticket tee box out at Thorn Tree Golf Course today. They are public. They've been public since last July, and we are here to get the word out to the masses, to the P1s. And if you want to play, if you haven't played out here in a while or maybe ever, here's your chance. It's a bucket list. 9 and 18 are great finishing holes. Yes, they are. Uh, good, good luck Good luck making a 50-foot putt on those greens, if mm-hmm. there is even a chance to have a 50-foot putt. 
After 11 o'clock today, you can play for a mere $25. That's over half off, or right about half off. 972-296-7317. Just mention the tee box, and the round is yours. Be a big spender without having to be. All right, 910. Craig says, what's, what's your tease again? Oh, something I'm gonna be I'm gonna laugh at you about. You're gonna get mad at me. I'm mad at you. Yeah, it's just like you'll be frustrated like my like I'm your little child that just can't can't listen. Hmm. Yeah. Intriguing. All right. So the FedEx Cup playoffs started last week. And some notables didn't make the uh, FedEx playoffs. For the first time ever, Zach Johnson didn't. How about that? Yep. The list is interesting. So the guy that won the Puerto Rico Open this year, he didn't make it, Martin Trainer. That was weird, right? Jim Herman won the Barbasol in July. He didn't make that it. That was weird, right? Uh, figure a win gets you top 70. Yep. Adam Svensson. Might not know the name, but he's the only golfer on tour to post a 61 twice this year. Zach Johnson, like we mentioned. Martin Keimer didn't make it. Jason Duffner didn't make it. Luke Donald, Alex Norn, Jimmy Walker. He hasn't really been the same since he had that Lyme disease. Yeah. Uh, Bo Hostler, we talked about him last week, and Daniel Berger. Well, I thought Daniel Berger had a decent year this year. That's what I thought, but not enough, right? So, uh, who? there's seven golfers who have made it every year, which is quite an accomplishment. Top 125. Phil Mickelson, Matt Kuchar, Justin Rose, Adam Scott, Brant Snedeker, Bubba Watson, of all people. Wouldn't think he'd have been that consistent. Charles Howe III, Ryan Moore, and Charlie Hoffman. Charlie Hoffman's outside of it right now. I think he is, yeah. But he did. He made the initial okay. cut. So Ryan Moore and uh, Zach Johnson come up because they are both PXG disciples. Um. Ryan Moore, I believe, has won with them once. James Hahn has won with them once. Uh, not sure Lydia Ko did. I think it might have been after. She might have been with Callaway I, at the time. Did Billy Horschel win? Yeah, he did. I think he won with PXG, I yeah. think. Okay, so they didn't list him. But since they, since these golfers switched over to PXG, Zach Johnson signed with them in January 2016. He was ranked 13th in the world. He's now 126th. And that's going to go down since he missed the cut. Ryan Moore, who I said one one time with him, started in April of 15, was 29th in the world. Now he's 84th. James Hahn, who won once with them, January 16, um, was 106th when he signed up with PXG. He's now 361st. Charles Schwartzel, July of 16, was 22nd. Now he's 163rd. And Lydia Ko, who was number one by a mile in January of 17, is now 21st. And this always brings up my question. Does anybody care? Do, do the amateurs out there, do you guys care what the pros are hitting? Does it matter to you one bit when you're looking at clubs, because I'll tell you this, I'm not a PXG disciple. I'm not. I'm not fronting for them. I'm not openly criticizing them either. I'm just stating a, what I'm seeing here. Every time I go to a golf course, and they have a PXG fitting day, 
there's usually a line. And when I talk to the head pro, they'll say at least 80%. If they get fitted, they're buying them. And they're not cheap, you know, like, you know, three oh, grand. No, they're not. Thirty five. The opposite of not cheap. Yeah, they're thirty five hundred bucks you know, for a, a good, set of irons. A good iron set can cost you between seven hundred and a thousand dollars, right? Yeah, I'd say so. You're, you're, you're you get a good set for yeah. seven hundred dollars. Depending on the shaft. You're six seven, and you need things a little special. It's going to cost you a grand. If you're not an off the rack, uh, as far as the golf shaft PXG's goes, PXG starts. I think it's three hundred a club. Yeah, yeah, starts at three hundred a club. And so. When we're playing with some guys, so the price-value relationship means that guys who can afford them get them because of the price-value relationship. There's no question. Okay, so you play a with rich, some guys a, that use it. A rich guy is just going to buy them. Yes. Do they no, do, do you notice any difference in their game? Um. So there are two guys in my group who have PXGs. Um, one of them bought hand-me-downs from the other guy. Okay. When the second, when the second set of PSGs right. came out. The new ones, uh-huh. He actually hits them well. Okay. But he hit him hit better than his old set. Yes. Okay. All right. But the guy who got fitted for the second set still sucks. Hmm. Yeah. See, I had a problem with that. And I, and, and I, I would argue this. Yes, PXG came out and said, this is a golf club that we're going to make, and it's awesome. And the guy from GoDaddy said, I'm going to spend money doing this. Mm -hmm. But is anybody out there going to out R&D Titleist? Is there anybody out there going to out R&D Callaway? Yes. Is there anybody out there going to out R&D the smartest guys who I think are out there, which are the, the makers of golf clubs for Ping? Well, remember, they stole the guys from Ping. They stole their their top designers. Mm-hmm. So. Even still, no, I'm, that's not. I don't think that's even still. I, I think if you're taking their best talent, um, I, yes. But I'm all I'm saying is they're taking Ping's best talent. Mm-hmm. But Titleist, who makes a billion dollars in golf balls and way, and more in golf clubs, is going to say I, we're going to make the best club no matter what. We're going to spend outspend everybody because we can, and they do. And so does Callaway, and so does TaylorMade. I, I'm just saying it, it, PXG may be a good club, and it may be... So it's a boutique club. It may be as good as what Callaway and Titleist can make, but it's not $2,000 better. That's what I was thinking. It's the bang for the buck. It's the return on investment. And, and if so I'm spending I, that much, I want wholesale improvement. I don't want maybe go down one stroke in a handicap or whatever, but, man, I... Now, have you ever hit a PXG? You know, I have not. I have not. I think half my worry is it'd be like test driving a Ferrari. Uh, it would ruin everything else. But I don't know for sure. I think my expectation would be so high. But you're due for a new set of clubs I right am. Now. Yeah. I'm going to get fit uh, this week. So you, you, you're you playing the Hogan's right now. Mm-hmm. I like the Hogan's. And you've played them for a couple of years, but it drives me nuts because they don't have numbers on their eyes. They irons. do now. They do? They do. But it drives me nuts. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait for you to get a new set of irons. It drives me up. I do that so you can't, you can't club me. So when I say, hey, what'd you but hit on that? Sometimes 34? I'm trying to help I you. Know, I I'm know. like, hey, you need to hit a 43 degree, whatever the no, hell that just, is. You just name your iron. I know what the corresponding loft is. Anyway, I need new clubs just because my, my grooves are toast. They're really bad. Do you, do you have a pre-notion of what you want? Like, are you going? Are you going Hogan again? So here's the deal. When I got fitted for a driver, 
I think everybody has a preconceived notion because we're all susceptible to marketing. So the first thing I thought I was going to hit was going to I was going to try out an Epic. Then I was going to try out a TaylorMade. Then I was going to try out a Titleist. Then I was going to try out uh, maybe a Ping. I wound up with a Cobra. That was the one that um, the Fusion That's 6. For you. Yeah, that worked out the best. And on TrackMan and everything, it wasn't even, In fact, I'll tell you this. I went out to uh, well, one of my favorite ranges because it's on the way home over Hackberry. And that day, there happened to be a Callaway rep. And I'm the only one out there. And uh, we start talking, and he goes, what are you hitting? I said, I'm hitting this Cobra. And he goes, do you mind if I put you on with an Epic with on the TrackMan and see how it does against my club? I said, yeah, why not? I got nothing going on. And I was hitting the ball well that day, so it was a good time to do it. The, the, the measurements between those two clubs was scarily almost identical. Really? He goes, you're one of the few people I've seen so far. Somebody, well, whoever fits you, fits you well. Because I can't improve you. How about that? Yeah. So, but my, the Cobra was the last thing in my mind I, I was thinking sure. about getting. But, you know, everybody, I see a lot of people hitting Srixons. I see people hitting Titleist. I see people hitting uh, Callaways. Uh, maybe a little bit of TaylorMade. The, when I do play with your group, I do see PXGs. I, I don't notice a, a, a crazy difference with them. I think as long as you get fit, it's like we were saying the other day. You're in great shape now. You you really are, and you we went out we had a, a, a lunch appointment and you had some pants from a previous life <laughs> that kind of look like clown pants Look, based upon how how fit you are. I was wearing my grandfather's pants. Might as well look have. like it, right? Might as well, right? Yeah. So you and they might have been really expensive pants, but if they're not fitted right, they look schlubby. Right. And I think it's the same thing. If you get a, a really good uh, club fitter, they can almost put you in anything. They can tweak you. Now, some will be still be a little bit better than others. Right. But um, I do like my Hogan's. I really do. But I, it's gotten to the point now I can't. Uh, and I like the forged. I like the blades because um, they're still forgiving. But I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to keep an open mind. I'm going to go see Art, and uh, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what the numbers say. Yep. And I'll be interested to see what, what comes up because uh, um, nobody knows. But if you got to keep an open mind, it's still it's one of my favorite stories about you of all time. <laughs> we go sorry too. We go to Edwin Watts one time way back in the day, and you're looking. You're always looking for a new driver. That's your before you were looking at putters. Yeah. And we were indoors, and he put you on a machine, and and uh, we hit every name brand driver, and, and you were doing okay. Then you hit one that was like, wow, that sounded different. It showed up different, and you go, wow, I really like that. And we take off the tape, and it said Mizuno. And you go, I ain't hitting that. Nobody on tour hits a Mizuno driver, which made zero sense, right? Right. But that's, I think that's part of the deal with, with PXG. If, if you're around some well-heeled friends, and they're hitting PXGs, I guess you don't want to feel like a piker or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. It's all about expectations. I just don't know if I can, if I can justify spending two extra grand on a set of clubs when I don't think I'm going to get the two grand worth of improvement. Right. I get it. And as far as their I'm, pros I'm right go. There, I'm right there, too. I mean, we, we, we obviously are big fans of the Srixon brand. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, you I've know, heard nothing but good things about and those. And I'm hitting those irons, and I don't ever want to give them up. Yeah. So. And I'll know. try those. I wish I could try them blind. I'm watching these guys. Do you see that shank? Yeah, you don't want to that, see that. Poor Craig had, could, had the if, shankies if yesterday. If he could throw a baseball like that. Let's see if like he puts that. another one. Oh, no, okay. He rallied. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's, I've seen a lot of shanks out here today. He's rapid fire, though. He is. Good for him. Yeah. All right. It is uh, 9.08 on the ticket. T-Box out at. How do you think the breakfast burrito is at Thorn Tree? I bet it's awesome. We should probably I might, I might figure that out. Call, find my, my buddy Jimmy, Jimmy? Krupa, see if he can't make us a breakfast burrito. I think we need that. Yeah. Because it is good. And you want to play Thorn Tree after 11 o'clock today and or tomorrow. It's a weekend round, boys and girls. It's a mere $25. $25, that's half off. And I, the course would be fairly empty because for some reason people in Texas don't like playing in the heat. I don't get it. As long as, as, long as you're not in a suit and tie, who cares? I like it. And nobody wears cotton shirts anymore, so who cares? Yep. All right, up next. <laughs> I can hardly wait. Craig says I'm going to be mad at him. I can't imagine <laughs> what this one's about. We'll talk about that next. 914 on the ticket. Craig putting on a fashion show. He's the trying to see if he wants to wear the Kirk Triplett hat. Is that a Kirk Triplett hat or is that a Gary Hallberg hat? And I kind of want to. It's kind of half safari, half golf, hmm. half Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Because, bless you, it's all about uh, keeping out of the it. sun. Yeah, you sounds see, like the, sounds like the Afrin's wearing off. Yeah, something <laughs> wearing off. Your nose needs a boost. <laughs> Hey, this is brought to you by the greatness of uh, Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, they're really popular GLC. It's one of my favorite uh, little SUVs that you can get at Mercedes-Benz, one of six dealers. They have really aggressive financing on these right now, so check it out. And then next week we will be at uh, Mercedes-Benz in Arlington and then in Grapevine. So wow, Mercedes two weeks in a row. For us, how about that? Uh, 9.30, golf cart issues. But first, we have the weather, and Jay, back at the station, what do we have as a sponsor for weather? DNM Leasing. Hey, now. Weather's going to be warm today. Not think. oppressive, I don't think. Well, it's going to be 101. Yeah, once it's over 100, I mean, whatever, right? But it's going to feel like 107. So the balls will run a little bit. Dishydrate. That's all you got to do is hydrate. It's going to be in the hundreds most of the week. And it doesn't look like any um, rain in the forecast. So, water judiciously. By the way, I met the cart girl out here, uh, Robin. Uh-huh. I bet she gives great service out on the course. She was she was ready to take our order. Uh-huh. She was, uh, she's actually going out to the driving range right now start asking people what they want look at nice. that nice look at her look at that just go get her that's impressive yep car yeah. girls underrated underrated time to bring them back i am looking at the prices too two dollars for gatorade here that's pretty good isn't it yeah usually golf courses will they got you as a as a captured audience yeah. like, a, like a movie theater right well, again, you can come out here and play Thorn Tree. It is public now. It was private for forever. Now it's public since last July, and they want to get the word out. So the best thing you can do is come out here and play for mere $25 uh, today or tomorrow after 11 o'clock. That's half off. Dial 972-296-7317. We're playing at 1030, so we're paying full price. Okay. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. All right, so without further ado... You tease that you did something okay. that's going to make you crazy. So I can't imagine. In our generation, we are big <laughs> Seinfeld Seinfeld watchers, right? Uh-huh. We all watch Seinfeld. We all know everyone. And there was one Seinfeld episode, okay. if you recall, probably where George Costanza had the world's largest wallet. 
Ah. And he was putting it in his back pocket. Mm-hmm. And it was actually, it all made us laugh because we were at that point then that why are we putting our wallet in our back pocket? It hurts your back. Especially if it's if it's a trifold. Yes. And, you know, you can get pickpocketed very easily within your back pocket. And we need to change. Mm-hmm. So we did. And you and I went in different directions. Yep. You have, what's it called, the M-clip? It's the money clamp. The money clamp. I had three people when I was whipping it out at a convenience store. Um, three different people asked me, wow, where would you get that? So I told them. Anyway. So I use a wallet, and I've used it since the beginning that I found this thing where it's the money's in the middle, mm-hmm. and the credit cards are on each side. Mm-hmm. And so I put my business cards on one side, credit cards on the other side. Right. And I've used this for 20-some years. And you've always said what happens is is it wears itself out because as you keep putting credit cards in it, it expands, and, and all of a sudden they just fall out. Unless you want to put a rubber band around it. And That's really old school, by the way. Many times I they things have fallen off, and you say, dude, why do you keep doing that? Mm-hmm. So it's happened to me numerous times. Right. Well, last week... <clears throat> Pull my wallet out after being somewhere, and all my credit cards are gone. They had fallen out somewhere. Ooh, just, and that's I sucks. mean, if they're you know they just fall out and they're gone. And how many times has this happened to me? Yeah, I'm fighting through this. Okay, so this is a guy. But, but let's a little backtrack a little. This is a guy that, for the longest time, refused to lock his car. Then he got his then he got his wallet stolen out of his car, a lot of money. Got his golf club stolen out of his car. And I still not sure if you lock your car in our parking lot. I'm gonna say no, just knowing you. It's locked right now. You don't know this area. This is not familiar territory. Yeah. In your by your office you've never locked your car. I don't. I don't. I don't I, I know. Try. I'm I, too trusting. I, there's no question I'm too trusting. Well, there's no, that's no not, question. That's not trusting. That's being... <sighs> no, it's, I'm looking at it. I, it's not. It's I, I'm, I'm, how, how hard is it to lock your car now? Well, how tough is it? To, how many times you got to get kicked in the nuts to realize that it hurts? How do you know I don't like it? I might like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I had to do the work today, this week. I knew you're just going to get disgusted with me when I told you. I, I don't care anymore because you're, you're your own worst enemy. Get as long as you don't affect my life. Had to get all new credit cards. Uh-huh. You never found out where they were, where you dropped them, huh? Not a clue. I, it had to be at a golf course somewhere. Probably in a golf cart. Yep. Well, in that case, somebody should have turned those in, right? You would think, right? By the way, but, quick aside, I think golf carts need to change. The inside of the golf cart, the compartment where we put all our crap, needs to be painted white. Because Boy, do I dark, agree with dark that. is it just camouflages and everything. How many people Especially have lost their left their keys, cell or phones. left their wallet, or left their watch? Yep. And uh, and a wallet, you're not going to forget. Keys, uh, all of a sudden, you're up in the you're up in the pro shop now, or you're up in the, getting a drink and all. I don't know what my cart number was. Crap, my my keys are in one of those damn golf carts. Painted a I, light color. I'm right, the, man. Genius idea for Rick Arnett. Think right it'll there. ever happen? Yeah. I've left so much stuff in golf carts because I have to actually put my hand in there and scrape around to make sure because it's if it's bright out and it's dark in that golf cart compartment. Yeah. So anyway, 
So, so uh, <laughs> I think that all that worked. By the way, it's really easy now to report a lost car, lost card with your credit card company, uh-huh, uh-huh. and they send you a new card overnight. Yeah, I know. But so you got to do that. Multi, you got to do it. You got to do your uh, debit card, your credit card, another credit card, another credit card, your license. I think you can get online. I think cannot. Cannot, huh? So unless you do, you do a, unless you do a change of address. So what'd you do? Remarkably, the my license was on the floor of my car. Did you look for the rest of your stuff on your car? Of course I did. I even got my car didn't detailed that day. Wasn't underneath your seat or anything? Nope. So nothing has changed since then. I no. I have you noticed? I've got everything on one side now, so it doesn't fall out. The money will fall out. I, I think, but. I need to make a change. Why do you, I need to make a change? I, I'm, I'm, why do you Why do you like that wallet so much? Because it what's it, the upside? So yours is a second step. You do you put your money and your your stuff here, and then you have to clamp something or put something around. It, it. Takes ten seconds. But I don't have to do that One second, second step. And yeah, but I don't have to like worry about anything it. falling out either. No. And here's the thing about the money: the inside has a wallet in it. I can put my credit cards in there right. and, and my driver's license and everything. But what I love about this money clamp, what's it, a money? Will you tweet their website? It's moneyclamp.com. Yeah, but I will. But it's, uh, uh, in fact, guy we used to work with at uh, Southern Oaks, I believe. He, he, he actually is in that business. Chip, didn't he own like the rights Some, to it? or something? Something like that. But the money clamp is great, and you can get as uh, ostentatious as you want, or as simple as you want. I have the simple one. Here's the beauty of it: it will, it will clamp on anything. I mean, whether you have. Two dollars in your wallet, or you have, or you're carrying a thousand, and they're all ones. It'll hold it, and it's thin. And everybody puts wallets in their back, in their front pocket now, and now it doesn't look stupid. Like my brother is worse than you. He's got a trifold that's got to be three inches, three four inches thick. Huh? I don't know how he sits on it. Yeah, I don't. So, all right, I think I, I think I can embrace one of these. You I will. probably need to. I probably need to chat with uh, Chip. Yeah, and like I said, I've used uh, in the last. I used to give them away as Christmas gifts because everybody's trying to. Everybody that I know is old school is having the same issue you do. I, I'm. Uh, it's it's time. Should I, should I, I should, I'm not even going to call Chip. I'm just going to buy one. They're not that. It's like thirty bucks. Yeah, thirty-five bucks. Yeah, and you can actually you unless can you go some. Stingray, it's forty-five. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Here's the thing. I used to think about that. I was thinking, oh, do I want something really blingy? I said, no. Nah. Then there, then somebody wants to steal your wallet. Exactly. But uh, I've I love that thing. And uh, but there's people that aren't embracing it. They they're oh they're old school and they'll be like they'd rather put a rubber band around what you just did uh, what you have. But it also probably shows you have too many credit cards or something. Have you ever tried to weed those out? I have. Well, it just did. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm thinking, I mean, as far as there's certain duplications or it's like, do I really need four credit cards now? I mean, how many do I need? And how many, all, all that right, kind somebody of stuff. Said, somebody just tweeted me to look at the Ridge wallet. That's what I like. The Ridge? Yes. Why? The it looks wallet? almost like yours, except different. That made no sense. That did, did it? well it made sense for you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what this looks like. Uh, I like mine better. Yeah, but it's not bad. No, it's kind of it's it's kind of a hybrid. But what I like about mine is I. Oh still wait a minute! These I, are one hundred fifteen dollars. Yeah, big money. Yeah, I might go to no, the money clan. No, there's one, there's one here I see on Amazon. It's fourteen dollars for a Ridge wallet. The one that I have right it's on like there. Like this. Huh. 
Anyway. Look, same one on their site for $115. Yeah, yeah. And it's got good reviews. I don't know. I just like it because I, I don't know. I, you should try it. At least, at least it'll be a lot thinner. You know, for 15 bucks and for 15 bucks, I might, I might get one of each. There Give it a go. Shot. Get an endorsement out of it. All right, 926 on the ticket. I wonder how many other, I wonder how many P1s are still old school in the. The, the wallet tri- and the, the trifold. The trifold and the... Or the bifold. Guess what? Or the bifold. My son mm-hmm. uses the trifold wallet, puts it in his back pocket. Crazy. My 25-year-old son. back. Because your back is, like, all slanted and out of kilter. I don't know. Old habits die hard, I guess. All right. We are at Thorn Tree Golf Course today. That was brought to you by the greatness of the um, McDavid Lincoln. Oh. In Plano. And they have the, what do they have? They you have the love Nautilus the Navigator. out there. Yeah, the Navigators. Oh, it's awesome. The uh, Continental, the suicide doors. Back doors open the what opposite way. What are suicide way. doors? They open the opposite way in the oh. back. That's really cool. So check them out at uh, McDavid Lincoln of Plano. We'll be there in about a month or so. All right, up next, <clears throat> we'll give you one quick uh, update on leaderboard. And I want to tell you about something that I was... So happy to have encountered, and that huh. was last week. We'll talk about that on the ticket. All right. All right. Breakfast burritos have been served out here at Thorn Tree Golf Club. I took a bite. Yep. And? I'd like this to be a quick segment so I can finish it. It's All cool. right. We'll do that. <laughs> Again, we're at a Thorn Tree today. We're here till 10. They are public now. For all your old schoolers to think the Thorn Tree down in DeSoto is private, not so much anymore. Since uh, July of last year. You know, it's not hard to get to either. Straight down, um, I took uh, loop 12 mm-hmm. all the way down to 20. Yep. Went, went hard. Mm-mm. And if you want to play golf today, if you have a little open time, only 25 bucks after 11 o'clock today and tomorrow. That's normally a $49 price. And just call 972-296-7317. 296-7317. Mention the tee box and get a round of golf for mere 25 bucks on a weekend. After 11, pretty sweet. All right, we'll mix with Country Forest here at 9.50. This segment brought to you by Park Place Porsche. Uh, mm. Grapevine and Dallas. I'm reviewing the Macan S this month. Mm. So good. So good. This is a this car, amazingly enough, is a babe magnet. Really? Yeah, you think the 911s would be and all that? Yeah. No, there's more women that... Go gaga over this really? Macan S. Yeah, little little crossover SUV. And, yes, golf clubs with the driver in the bag fit in the back. So no mm-hmm. worries there. All right, so Craig's going to get a new wallet. I just posted this on Twitter, at Arnett Rick. Took a couple of pictures of Craig. Craig is thinking about getting a new hat, new sun hat. Already got it. Well, you already bought it. So Damn. go to at, Ar- at Arnett Rick and, uh, and give Craig a – a fashion uh, decision, whether he's going with the big big floppy sun hat or the baseball hat at Arnett Rick. All right, so last weekend, by the way, Dustin Johnson leading the Northern Trust Open by one over Jordan Spieth. Before we get into my uh, one of the best things I've ever run into, odds on Jordan being in the final group after today. He's I'm, horrible on the weekend so far this I'm year. I'm gonna say horrible. I'm gonna say right now 
I don't know where he needs to finish, but I'm going to go against the chalk and say he's going to finish top five this week. This week. Okay. But you don't know if he's – you're not – you have no – Competition be in the final group. He's finishing top five this week. Well, I'll say this: he he's going to do what it takes. He will not be in the final group after today. I, for some reason, Saturday and Sundays, and I don't get it. He's a, he's a seasoned player. He's a successful player. He's been through every pressure situation in the world. Why is he only tearing it up on Thursday and Friday on the weekends? He's just, he's pedestrian. He's worse than pedestrian. He's in the high one nineties to low two hundreds and ranking of. of Third, fourth round scoring. I'd like to see him turn it around. Yeah. And they say his driver's getting a little bit better. So maybe that's the big thing. And as long as he can putt, he's old. All right. So last weekend, uh, took the family out to, how about some background music here, Jay? Uh, to uh, a nice restaurant, upscale restaurant. It was my wife's 60th. Happy 60th again, Jody. And went to a place I've never been to before. And it's, you know, kind of a swanky joint. Swanky. Yeah. And the thing I noticed from the very start, I'm always, usually we go to an upscale restaurant, you're going to have a probably better than average waiter. I got to think the competition for the tips that they get, pretty stout, and you probably won't be around long if, if customers of that ilk start complaining. That's my guess. This guy, Ben, was the best waiter I've ever had. And I've been to a billion restaurants, and I'm usually underwhelmed. Well, actually, I don't expect much. I just expect decent service. I'm not expecting the moon. But I'm always wary for the the overly uh, hovering waiter mm-hmm. or the waiter or the waitress that ignores you, forgets about you, you know, whatever, right? So this guy was so good because what really – is this place has huge portions of food. So – you and I have come into this deal where we uh, we will get some hors d'oeuvres because they tend to be the most the tastiest things on the menu, the coolest things, right? They because you gotta you gotta entice somebody to there. Everybody's gonna get a main course, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta entice them to spend money other ways, which yep. is desserts and and hors d'oeuvres, starters. Hors-d'oeuvres. And so my thinking is that's how they test to see if they want to make them into an entree. I don't know. It's just just well. me. But uh, so we'll get three or four of those, and we'll share them, and then we'll split an entree. Because by mm-hmm. the time we're done with the starter, we're pretty much done, and you got to save room for dessert. Mm-hmm. So this guy comes by, and gets our. The thing I loved about him is his pacing was perfect. When you go to a restaurant, your first inclination is, "What's the flow going to be like? Are you going? Are they going to see you right away, and then you're not going to see them for another half hour? Are they going to bring out your food too quick?" Are they going to bring out your food all at once? Uh, you know, are they going to forget to uh, to refill your drinks? Whatever. This guy's pacing was spot on. It's almost like I was clairvoyant. Every time I thought, okay, I guess the meal should be right. There he was. He um, he was one of these guys that was attentive without being obtrusive. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that happens either. We never lost our conversation. We just yeah. He was great. Now here was my here was my favorite part. Because we started ordering, and we'd never been there before, and we didn't know how much we were ordering, about halfway through, he goes, okay, you should stop right now. Really? Stop. You don't know how much food you've just ordered. In fact, I cut it back a little bit. You can always order more. I said, wow, thanks. 
because there's nothing worse than just bringing out trays of food and you go, wait, wait did I really order all that crap? <laughs> then, um, which I thought was really cool, so we split meals. And my wife, much as I love her, she uh, she's one of those that likes her meat fairly burnt. Oh, she's no. the well-done gal, right? No, no. Which is almost impossible to share a meal with. Yes. But her and my daughter, Gabby, they split some um, carne asada. Salmon. <laughs> carne, carne asada. So the first thing the waiter says, Ben, goes, um, how do you like your your meat cooked? And Jody says, I like mine medium well. And Gabby says, I like mine medium. She goes, okay, I'll split it, and we'll cook them that way. Wow. I said, Wow. Great is that? So is that the waiter or is that the restaurant? I don't know. Accommodating. I don't know, but he offered it. Yeah. He didn't say, "Let me go check and see if I can do this." Right. He just did it, and so we're all talking, and even even Jody goes to him. She goes, "You know, this has been a real pleasure because you actually seem like you like your job." And he's like, "Gore." He's like, "Grego, I love my job." <laughs> you know. Um, Again, there's a million good waiters out there. I was really surprised by the attentiveness. And then he said, this is what you should do as far as the dessert goes. Um, some people like this, but if you don't like that, don't get it. And it's like, wow, huh. how nice is that? Yeah. And the bill wasn't cheap. And I did mine over tipping him because I, he was great. For you. He was great. And I, I, you know, I'd like to mention the restaurant, but, you know, we also have other advertisers at our restaurants, and I'd rather... But anyway, it was a it was a great experience, and I left there and I said, "Wow, that's how an upscale restaurant should be." Good for you. Yeah, no, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Okay, so I thought we were going to do golf cart talk. Can okay. So golf cart. So yesterday we're driving down this kind of steep embankment trying to get to a ball, and I noticed almost immediately that if I didn't turn towards the towards the uh, hill, mm-hmm. or in, we were going to flip. Oh, was that over by when we were yes. by the creek? Uh huh. Yeah. I said we're going to flip this, so I had to immediately stop and then turn, turn directly, go straight downhill. It was some good driving. If we would have flipped. And this week, a guy in Oregon was going down a steep embankment, and he lost control of the golf cart, and he he killed himself. He got killed in the accident. Really. And I know this happens because it happens more times often than not. So I, so I check out some stats on golf carts. Now get, think about this. So golf carts, they're not really safe. You're not wearing a helmet. You can get thrown out pretty easily. It's there's a golf cart. There's a lot of guys. Well, again, if you're going down an embankment, they're not. Their handling sucks. They're very high, um, high centered as far as high center gravity goes. They can easily tip if you're not paying attention, or you're drunk, right? <laughs> We weren't drunk yesterday, um, but it's a, so the last two years. Care to guess how many noteworthy accidents were suffered in a golf cart? Last two years. Now, noteworthy, not just you know going over a curb. And I'm going to say there are two per golf course in the country. Hmm. How many golf so are in the country? I'm going to say 8,000. 35,000 golf cart accidents in the last two years. They didn't say the number of fatalities, but I see that more often than not, those show up on all the golf sites. 
And I think a lot of it, there's one habit I have that's that's as dumb as they come. Huh. And I know a lot of other guys do this when they're driving. For some reason, I, I hang my left leg out. I don't know why I do that. I don't know. I, but I see a lot of other guys do it, too. But I know our buddy, bro. Uh-huh. He was driving a golf cart once and, and made a wild-ass turn, <laughs> and a guy fell out of the cart and ripped his knee. Uh-huh. That's and the other thing, too. I knew another one back. It was the old Cutter and Buck rep was driving down, and his wife or girlfriend or whatever, he made a turn, and she fell out broke her elbow. So it happens. So I bet it happens more now than it did back in the day because um, we're all uh, – Well, we commit just this. having a GPS in the golf cart that distracts helps. you. It does distract you, but on top of that, whoever is not driving in this day and age is usually looking at their cell phone. So they don't even prepare. They can't even brace themselves for impending doom. They're just as dumb and ignorant as they come, and they, that's why they fall out or fly out or, or whatever. Or or when we're trying to look for a golf ball, mm-hmm. and you go, oh, it's right there. And so the driver will just immediately U-turn yep. it, and, and if you're not paying attention, you're flipping out. Yep. And, you know, as benign as golf carts should be, um, they're still they, – I think they lull you in a false sense of security <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing. I've seen guys lose carts in a lake. They got they would get right up next to the lake, and then they would lose traction, and they it just falls right in. Makes no sense. So just be careful out there. A little public service announcement. I would, you know, of all the things. All I right, would, do we I have would, do we have a quick minute? Right, yeah, yeah. Tell you a story. So I'm riding with a guy. Last two weeks ago, and he's playing, and he's struggling. He's playing well, mm-hmm. and he gets a priest. Of Caddyshack moment, some just he gets a whole horseshoe around the around the hole and mm-hmm. it comes back, just destroys his round, destroys his golf game, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, in the midst of doing that, as we're driving and I'm driving as we're driving to the next hole, mm-hmm. he comes <laughs> out and he flat out punches the windshield of the golf cart. Right. And the windshield comes flying off the golf cart. <laughs> the hell? Do you tell the golf course that you just did that? Yeah, I would. I mean, you did, you destroyed their property. Why wouldn't you do that? What are you going to do, leave it on the side and just sheepishly so walk we, away? So we put it in the cart and it fell out and he just said, just leave it. He was, he was in a bad way. <laughs> no, see, that's bad. So, that's but bad when I karma. got up there, I call, I said to the guys, hey, I don't know what happened. We might have hit a bump or something, but our our windshield fell off. And he's all, oh, don't worry about it. it. Happens all the time. Yeah. Well, best to say it. <laughs> I mean, that's that's bad for him, man. It was a hell of a punch. Yeah. I'm not so. getting in front of that. Just mental note. Okay. Well, it's good. Yeah. All right. It is a 9:47 on the ticket. T box. One more segment out here at the greatness of Thorn Tree Golf Course, and uh, we're going to get ready to play here in a little bit because the upcoming uh, best of public courses are. Uh, Fast approaching. Yep. And we need to start checking these off our list. And up next, we will uh, not only mix with Country Force, we'll give you an update on the Twitter tally. Uh, floppy hat or baseball hat next on the ticket. 9.55 on the ticket. Tee box. One more segment. Out hit Thorn Tree Golf Course today. You can play out here after 11 today and tomorrow. Special tee box special. Only 25 bucks after 11. And I have a feeling you'll have a pretty free and easy pace of play round because people out here don't like seem well, like to play much in the heat if it's today you'll be behind us and we'll we're gonna fly we fast we fast 
So 972-296-7317. 972-296-7317 is more than worth your while to come out here and play. I love this golf course. I want to thank uh, Jimmy Krupa, GM out here, for his fine hospitality. Great breakfast burritos. Also Dale Fulmer, who uh, runs this whole show. Uh, Kern out your engineering, back at the station, Jay King and Samuel Hale. Uh, next week we will be at Mercedes-Benz at Arlington. This segment brought to you by Crest Cars, Crest Infinity, Crest Cadillac, Crest Volvo, the holy uh, trinity right there. And uh, if you go to Twitter, at Arnett Rick, posted a little question, put up a couple of pictures of Craig with a sun hat, a floppy sun hat, and a baseball hat. And I'm going to say the uh, votes are fairly down the middle. Really? I would say this. Most people will acknowledge that the sun hat, the floppy, much better for protect the sun, but the baseball hat's a better look. Okay. I would agree with that. So it depends on what you want. Would you rather skin cancer or look good? And then I'm going floppy today, see how it affects my game. All right. Because it is different having that hat on. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. It's like anything else. I, I never knew how Greg Norman could play golf with a, ba- with a cowboy hat. Yep. You know, that straw hat. Uh-huh. You should just get used to it. And uh, we also bring in uh, Ty and Eli from Country Force. Good morning. Hey, guys. Gentlemen. How is the thorn tree today? Thorn tree is awesome. I can't wait. You get out there to play this afternoon? Uh, we'll play uh, probably about 1030. Play quick nine. Nice. My, just, my just new favorite nine? bit. I'm sorry? Just nine? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> yep. Got stuff to do today. So, uh, but that's my new mantra. I can play nine holes all day long 18 holes eh, okay but that's just the way me and me and brooks kepker is exactly the same about a whole 12 to 16 it's like hmm you're bored I'm say his performance is just a tad better than yours tad <laughs> depending on the swing sure. maybe just just a little give him some credit so, so Craig, uh, which hat did you end up buying i bought the bucket hat oh the aussie hat the big floppy yeah. one i like that that's a good look yeah kind of saved my neck Really? You starting to get Tom Watson neck? I think so. I'm. I, I'm. Yeah. Tom Watson and Tom and <laughs> Tom Kite. You didn't had like the most that? Leathery that was... necks ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah. Very very old catcher's today. mitt. Yeah, I'm not that. I'm not, I don't look like that, but I don't want to get like that. So, you know. Rick, I'll protect did, your ears too. Rick, did yeah. I hear you say earlier in the show you never get sick? Hardly ever. See, you jinxed yourself by saying that. You're going to get sick. I usually get like a 24-hour crud once a year. For whatever reason, it just hits me, and I stay home for one day. And I, I NyQuil up, and then I'm fine to sleep all day. But, yeah, I don't get sick that often. I just don't. Yeah. Hey, so how much of the Cowboy game were you guys going to be watching tonight? I'll probably watch a good uh, bit of it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's some well. there's some spots on the team I'm curious about. I want to see Tony Pollard. I've heard so much about that kid, what he's got in the backfield. You know, and you want to see what Zeke's going to do. I mean, yeah, he should get see what he's <laughs> see what he's got tonight. You know, Tony Pollard. He needs to work on his interviewing. Did you hear that line? Did you hear the the question the Bob Sturm asking that Mike asked, and then you got the yeah. I'm kind of surprised Pollard was still awake. Yeah, apparently, I don't know if you heard him talk about this when they replayed that, that I guess when the word got out that they were going to have Tony Pollard on, 
I guess they told David Moore, and David yep. Moore kind of rolled his eyes and was like, good luck with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're not going to get much, and by God, they didn't. I was interested by that. Guys that are probably pretty prominent players, popular players in college, so they've had to have interaction with the media. That somebody hasn't pulled them aside and kind of coached them a little bit how to deal with that. I don't get and, it. And why would you? I think there are some guys that probably just aren't aren't coachable when it comes to that kind of thing, and they just go, "Well, he, it is what it is." He's just not like much Leon of a talker. Lett was back in the day. Yeah, yeah. just I, I always wonder about guys that agree to do stuff like that, knowing that they probably really don't like it, or I don't know, maybe they think they're better at it than they are. And you think their agent pushes them? Yeah, I think maybe. it's probably just kind of part of the gig. Yeah. They realize that, especially when it comes to training camp, there's tons of media walking around that are credentialed they're all wanting to interview somebody and i think that it's kind of understood that when you go to training camp that's part of the deal is you just kind of have to do it yeah he'll he'll probably you probably won't hear from from him again once the season starts he's not going to talk if he has a if he has a good game he'll be interviewed after a game but that'll probably be it but even zeke i mean he doesn't really do a a ton with the media whenever he's Mm -hmm. even when he has really good games he might speak just for a minute or two but he he's not like Zach Martin or Travis Frederick or Dak or Jason Witten or guys that you know every time you go out to the star, every time you go to practice, they're going to speak to the media. And they have mm-hmm. their specific day where yeah. they speak to the media. Zeke, Zeke was always kind of a Wednesday guy, but he didn't really say much. It might last about a minute, and it was kind of, yeah, not much there. <laughs> Anything worse as an interviewer to get one-word answer guy? Boy, yeah. that's <laughs> – yeah. There it is. There's nothing worse. Because, because there's a certain cadence, right? You're getting but, ready for the next question. Yeah. And he, then he, they kind of short-sheet you a little bit. And it's, then you go, uh, uh. it's the back and forth. You're supposed to, like, you're asking the question, and then, yeah, you use that time. You're kind of listening to what he says, and maybe that prompts another question, but you're mainly trying to gather in your brain what you're going to ask na- next. I, I'll tell you the thing that irks me more than that are the members of the media, and there are a lot of people that are guilty of this, and that is the – complete lost art of actually asking a legitimate question rather than just going so talk about practice today and yep. tell me exactly what went on like it, that's not a question what, nope. what do you I mean, then guy, like guys should give one word answers to that yeah agreed exactly <laughs> yeah yeah ask so, an actual question don't say talk about it's tonight's not that game. hard it's oh, not that okay, hard where do you want me to start Tell me your emotions after winning the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, how do you I'm, feel? I'm happy. Well, I don't know, man. It kind of sucks. Uh, yeah, I mean, come yeah, on. I don't think I'm even going to wear the ring. <laughs> Here's this crazy. Those those interviewers have time to prepare. Yeah, it's not like they're getting thrown in cold and say, "Hey, hurry up! Can you ask this guy something? What, what am I supposed to do? What? what? Even no. if that's their job, they should be able to come up with something on the fly. You'd think so. Yeah, you do it long enough that yeah, you you've kind of. This is you've done this before. You kind of know the bit. You kind of know what you're going to ask, and yeah, just kind of evolve or be able to put something together. Dak playing tonight? No, uh, I, I don't think well, so. Maybe a, maybe a series. Yeah, David Morse was talking about that and said he thought that he'd probably get maybe a series. Not long. Saw the other guys do it. I saw Kyler Murray do it. Yeah, Kyler got a series. Baker got a series. Yep. Yeah, yeah. it's smart. I think it's smart. Anybody else worried about the kickers besides me? Maher, yeah, he's he's been a little shaky out there. So, yeah, they're a dime a dozen. You can find somebody else to get in there and kick the. What was that stat yesterday that he's already missed more kicks than uh, Dan Bailey? 
Dan Bailey did his entire year <laughs> last year or the last year of his contract? Yeah, it's uh, something like that in practice, whatever. They might have been they a little. They might have been a little hasty getting rid of old Bailey. Yeah, but when things go sour. I guess Boy, he, they, they were paying him a lot, though, for a kicker. Yeah, and yeah they, they were. As, as you well know, they uh, are running into some financial problems with all but these guys go? they've got to sign. He's Minnesota, go? right? Uh, did he go to How Minnesota? How did he do up there? That sounds right. Yeah. I think he did all right. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. That's not Dave Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you know it's not Dave Bailey? I'm fairly certain. He was, yeah, actually, very a, few, he was actually very a pretty few, good uh, quote, quote in the locker room. He wasn't bad. No, there's very few Goskowskis out there that are there forever. And they were talking about this again. This was uh, David Moore when the Maher question was asked to him, and they were like, well, what what would be the option if they got rid of Maher? Because I guess the kid they've got in camp now with him, Casey Redfern, he's been worse than Maher, so he oh, wouldn't God. be an option. The guy they were talking about is 42-year-old Matt Bryant, who's on the street right now. Mm, interesting. So, well, how long did Morton Anderson hang around? Mm, I think he still plays, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's playing in the arena league, right? <laughs> no. All right, so given that, I think that's the worst job in, in football is being a kicker. Google kicker. Oh, I don't the know. Best, yeah. The best, I think, has got to be punter. No, deep snapper. If you're a good deep snapper, oh, that's you true. get paid a ton. Boy, L- and dude, LP Laducier's made a fortune <laughs> and will end up – just you call getting, him Laducier? getting his that... pension or what? Ladu- whatever his name is. LP Ladusur. What is his name? Yeah, whatever. Ladusur. Ladusur. Yeah. Ladusier. Been, was... How long has he been on the league? Like thir- he's been, 13 years or he's something been, now? He was signed by Parcells. And then Dale Hellestray before him played how many years? Probably he was another 10. Snapper. Yeah. It is a good job. I remember George uh, Dunham's kid was pretty decent in college and then he thought he might have a shot at the pros because I don't know how many good ones there are, quite honestly. Yeah, if you get if you get one of those jobs like LP and you're good at it, they'll keep you there, like they've kept him. Yeah, he's been on the team since '05. Yeah, and you're wow. not allowed, you're not allowed to can the center anymore. And right? he was and he was a veteran when he came to us, right? He, he, yeah, he'd been been in the league one year. He played for the Saints in '05, oh, okay. and I think he was a practice squad member. And then Dallas signed him off their practice squad. He's played in 221 games. He does have 12 total tackles in his career. Really? Yes. I'd still be a punter. I think punter's the coolest job. Really? Yeah, because you don't have to be perfect. Yeah, that's true. Boy, you drop a couple of those deep snaps, though, and get pounded, and then you're, you're cut. No, oh, that ain't. How often does that happen? Yeah, pretty rarely. Yeah. I'll take my chances with that. <laughs> I think you have a fair – I don't know. Although, you know what? They don't have really long careers, though, do they? Punters. I don't know. They're kind of like kickers, aren't they? You, if, you're, if you're good, you can hang around for a while, right? At least I remember that back like in the 70s and 80s. You felt like you saw guys stick around forever. Yeah, Ray Guy stuck around for a long time. Yeah, there was another guy I'm trying to think. Uh, and there used to be. Danny White was a punter. Danny Reggie White was. Roby. Yeah, Reggie Roby. Yeah. Yeah. Reggie Roby, who used to wear a digital watch while he punted so he could count his hang time. <laughs> I don't know how he did that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that guy could yeah. launch. He was the guy who had the one-step punt. Yes. Yeah. He had a leg. Man, that thing would never come down. Yeah. And that's when, you know, when you look at pros in whatever sport and you think, you know, I might be able to do that. Yeah, I might be able to do that. The first time you ever settle underneath a pro uh, punter's kick, it will blow you away. It feels like it's it's up there like 30 stories high. And it that's one of the toughest things in the world to catch if you're not used to that. That's one thing you can't do is, a, is come off the street and do that. Well, that's why they always have the – 
they'll cancel the practice early. Yeah, if if one they, of the, like they'll put Zach Martin back there and let him try and field a punt. <laughs> and if, and he if he can do it, it, they break practice. <laughs> That's it's tough. Funny, that's that's a fun. Bid. I'm in for that. Yeah, I would be in for that bit too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So what's on uh, what's on your guys' horizon Stuff today? Stuff and things. Hey, we got uh, the, the Running Man. We got the Blondes versus Brunettes uh, game tonight. We got a couple of the lovely ladies coming up to visit hey us now. in studio at eleven ten. Hey, will I get married on the air today? Possibly. Ah, check nice. at eleven ten. By the way, Eli, good show last night. Thank you. Yellowstone. Oh, Yellowstone. Yeah, it's awesome. Yep. This this Good week's stuff. was legit. Yeah. We'll talk yeah, about I it thought, later. I thought Eli did a show last night on a ticket. No. no it was I'm a, not that important. Yellowstone F around. F around. All right, more F around. All right, later. Coming fellas. up next. See you, boys. See you, boys. I had three people when I was whipping it out at a <laughs> convenience store. Um, three different people asked me, wow, where'd you get that? Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus station.